Hello and welcome to this, the newest episode of the Ian Prendercast, another sports podcast brought to you as always by the good people at MGA Traffic, building DeLoreans now. <laughs> Not real ones, just cardboard ones. How is that going, Fab? It's going all right. Fabian Guadagnolo with us, putting together what could be a very impressive Halloween costume. Buonasera, Living Sean. vicariously through his small yeah, son. Yeah, no, just um, my wife, my wife said she was going to build the boy's a DeLorean or a time machine. You didn't trust the... her? Didn't trust Kelly to no, do no, this? No, no, she said she wanted to build it out of a cardboard box, and I thought, oh, that's a great idea. So Shout out to Kelly. Shout out. A couple... I, I don't know if Kel's got that in her. Well, two weeks ago we started. Uh-huh. Kelly's is done. Spray painted, wheels on, Yep, everything. Made out of a box. Terrible? No, great. Looks good. Can we get a photo? Put it on and Twitter. Good. Yeah. It looks like what it should Compare look like. Compare the pair. Yeah, that's exactly right. <laughs> Meanwhile, I've gone with building a timber chassis yep. and then overlay. <laughs> Cardboard panels on it. Yeah. That, mine looks like it's coming off the line of, a, you know, a DMC. Yeah. So. Yours does look, it, look, it's it's obviously very embryonic, but um, <laughs> I can see where it's going and I've got hopes for it. You're going to have a Mr. Fusion? It will have a Mr. Fusion. Yeah. Flight capacitor? Harvey wants it. I wasn't going to do the internals, but Harvey wants all the internals going, but I won't give it away because he listens, but it's going to have some tricks and okay. some gadgets. It's going to be kitted out. May or may not be Bluetooth enabled. Oh, wow. So, um, can have some sound effects. <laughs> Might have some sound effects. Excellent, excellent. We've got Tim Davis here as well. You're not nearly as crafty. No, but I, I'm i a little bit the same. I'll, I will sometimes live vicariously through my kids and go a little bit too hard at things that aren't necessarily mm. all that important yep. to others. But you take the opportunity and you run with it sometimes, and yet inner child comes out. This job, Fabian's got how many days you got? 27. You got 27 days. This will take every. Every bit of minute. your free time to deliver there in 27 days. The thing is... You're on the clock. October is not a big so month for MGA. No. We, 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 got the, we got the... Well, I got the, the stock, the wood. Yep. And uh, started pull out the, the drop saw and I was getting everything ready. And Callie's on the other side of the garage and she's just got her box. So she's got a single box and she cut it all and angled everything and taped it all up and it looks amazing. Like, it looks real good. Like I said earlier, Timber, I'll be the judge of that. Um. Mm. I think our listeners and Harvey's judge so Kelly's building it for for Bobby for Alexander and she's like this is going to be Alexander's one and Harvey Dad's building your one and Harvey's just kept looking over at mine going what well, Mum's is done I, I'm not seeing it Dad <laughs> then like a week later mine's like I've got four pieces like of the the base frame put together it's like Mum why help <laughs> why does mine look like sticks is what he said. So uh, okay. I don't think he, I don't think he's got the vision yet, but uh, hopefully it will reward him. Maybe he needs to bring out George Michael's back catalogue. Just got a bit of faith. Correct. Good song. Good track. Are we ending the show with that? Absolutely not. Oh come on! We're not recording from a bathroom block. So ooh, ooh yeah, that's a joke about him uh, being active on Grinder. Um, he, he put that in his outside the the song outside. He referenced all of that. Did he? Yeah, getting caught, busted in the public toilet. Would have been a real thrill for the guy that he was with. Shout out to him. Yeah. Hmm. I can't believe, like, who did uh, old mate Hugh Grant get Divine caught Divine Brown. But there it is. Mm. Was it male, female? Bit of both? Male. Oh, sorry, female. Was it Eddie Murphy that had a run-in with a... Mel B. Transsexual. Maybe? I don't know. Was he going out with Mel B? Very yeah. briefly. They had a child a together, together yeah. that he has, like, disowned. He's like disav- disavowed. He's like, I don't, I don't want anything to do with you. 
But doesn't he have like nine kids or There's something? There's a lot of it? children. Yeah. Um, Eddie, this is yours. You must be out of your goddamn <laughs> mind. <laughs> Let's make it a comeback, Eddie. We spoke about this on the We're getting excited. Potentially. I'll see it. When I, when I see it, I'll believe it. Yeah. When I see him, actually, he's meant to be hosting Saturday Night Live in December. <laughs> so he'll do, you know, Buckweed and Gumby and Mr. Robinson and whatnot. It'll, once again, I'll believe it when I see it. He was meant to host it a while ago. He was meant to host the Oscars. So... No one would be happier to see Eddie back in the mainstream. Eddie. Absolute superstar. Um, but we'll, yeah, I won't be holding my breath for what it. What have you done for me, Eddie? I might rewatch them. Was that from Raw or Delirious? That's Raw. Yeah. Have you watched The Comedians in Cars? Yeah. I, it's I, not bad. Yeah. It's not bad. It's got some funny stuff in it. So about Sammy Davis Jr. And I liked it. I stumbled across that when it was on Crackle. Yeah. So, um. The joke is that uh, Jerry ruined Crackle when they left. Because like that was the only thing Crackle had going for him, and then they went to Netflix, and now Crackle. Because like, the TV, yeah. the TV in the bedrooms are a Sony, and it kind of the Crackle. It's a Sony thing. It's kind of it came with the the icons there. I'm like, oh, what's this? What is this? And it's like, like all real crap movies, and yeah. all of a sudden it's comedians in cars getting coffee. Like I Netflix saw it and went, this is good. It's too people, good to be on Crackle. People like it, so we'll take it. And yeah. Jerry was like, but is no Crackle going to be the platform? Of which Sony launches there. Obviously, Sony. I think they probably rebrand it. Not going to keep the crackle. Probably not. It sounds like crack. It's yeah. horrible. It's, there's a lot of bad connotations with it. Rice bubbles. Yeah, it's not working for me. We'll move on now. Go to shout outs. Anyone got a shout out? I've got a shout out, Sean. Excellent. Let me have it. Kelsey Lee. I knew Barber. it. I didn't even know why I threw to you on it. I could have just done your shout out for yeah. you because yeah. I knew this is where you were going. Absolutely. Seen the, the javelin best. throw? Yeah, it's you know, a javelin even, throw. You know what was even better about the achievement was I think it would have been a real buzz for us. so many people were there to watch it. <laughs> in Doha. It was literally her coach. That was it. Yeah. Yep. And, and look, that's that's a problem. It's a problem that the World Cup's going to have to It's a problem that world sport well. has in general. Yeah. What is what is your dignity worth? Yes. And actually, for your athletes, what is having... Like, it so seems, what happened? The, athlete, it the seems, athletes are the last people they worry about. It seems odd to me... That when was the last time somewhere in Australia hosted a World Athletics Championship? Uh, I don't. Because we could host it in any number of oh, venues. Oh, absolutely. I, I don't know that we have. And it would be well supported. Oh, totally. Totally. People so was no one, no one there because she was a female athlete? Well, it's athlete. in Qatar. No, one's, mean, no just, one's there because... It's like, too bloody hot. No one cares. Yeah. There were literally a nice looking stadium. But you said this is the thing that the World Cup is going to have to deal with. People are going to go to the World Cup. They're going to struggle to get... Attendances at the World Cup. A female, a female's allowed at the World Cup in Qatar? Potentially. Not sure. But you make an interesting point. Yeah, I don't know the answer to the question. Alcohol isn't. Yeah. Although I think they're going to make it an you, exception if, for that. If we actually qualify this time, are the Italians allowed to kiss each other when we score a goal? No. Well, you're allowed to. I just wouldn't recommend it. No, that's right. So, so back on the tight 45. Yeah, shit. Kelsey Lee Barber, um, Australia's most recent... World Athletics Champion. Daughter of? Tony. Mm, well, no, her maiden name is Robert. <laughs> so I was thinking so, of. Oh, sorry. <laughs> so married Mr. Barber, yeah. um, who is her coach, interestingly. And but, cuts her um, hair. If, that happens if, a lot. If, 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 you did, if you didn't see it, if you didn't see it um, she wins the gold medal with her final throw. Mm. And prior Drama. to that, Drama. she was coming fourth. So she wasn't even going to medal, which was her goal. Um, but she'd thrown 67 metres uh, earlier in the month. <laughs> Going into an athletics championship, what's your goal? Win? 
<laughs> really? Oh. oh, well, it's everyone's goal to win, but it's it's got to be legitimate. You've got to perform on the day and all yeah, that sort I of get stuff. You. So her performance earlier earlier in the month gave her the second uh, furthest throw for the year. So she was in it up to her eyeballs, but her qualification didn't go great. No. She, she qualified 10th, and I think it's a final of 10. Ooh. So she was lucky to be there. Kieran Perkins, 96 vibes. Very much. Kieran very Perkins, much. 96 vibes. Here but at least know. he led from the front. She's come from behind. Hmm. Um, so she was coming fourth, going to a final. But he was in throw. lane eight, wasn't he? Well, that's the point. I mean, he qualified last as well. She didn't have to deal with the But he dived in and he led from the beginning. He was effectively running on the side of the pool. What do they What do they call that? The wash. She didn't have to deal with the wash. The the, well, yeah, there is a bit of a bow way, but in Mm. most most uh, well, in in those competitions, it's ten lane pool. So the the overwash goes into the spare lane. And they don't He's have, still got to go through they don't KP. have a wall that sort of goes down a, a drain on the other side, so it doesn't always reflect back. I like how badly. easy it is to get Timbo. Athletics is fine. We tight could, 45, We could right? segue this into a tight 45 on swimming. If, swimming I just, alone. if I mentioned the Everest, you'd be off. You'd be away. Some chance. <laughs> it's not this weekend, though. Or the Caulfield Guineas. That's not this weekend, either. What about this golden slipper? No, that's autumn. Turnbull. <laughs> Yes. McKinnon? Oh. <laughs> no. Uh, but in any case, final throw. She throws out a monster. She Takes and, the goal. And, and she wins by just under a metre. And, uh, yeah. Shout out. Haven't, haven't had a lot of World Athletics Championships here in Australia. No, track is a Paul Bugger who missed out in the world record by two seconds? The marathon runner. Oh, yeah. Kenny Bakili. Kenanisa Bakili from Ethiopia. Yeah. Well, is that in, your we'll, shout out? That'd be my shout out. Did he know he was close? I don't know. Yeah, he was sprinting. He was running pretty hard. They said he ran his last three k in some awesome time, and he just. But he, he didn't look like he was sprinting for his life at the end. But I think he was giving it after about forty two point two k. After two hours, I think he's forty two k. Yeah, when he he won two Olympic you gold medals. You broke down on the dunes, Timbo. This is true. <laughs> and <laughs> lost your keys. <laughs> lost your keys. <laughs> and you're hitting this, sitting this pot, and this guy go. I don't know if he was giving it his all in that last six hundred. <laughs> well, he said he is giving it his, his all, but relative to what you've Did got, he go left the night before and get his feet taped. <laughs> was he there the night before, get his feet taped, and all that? All that Probably. Yeah. He's a professional like me. <laughs> all right, good stuff. That's a good shout out. It's, a, it's an impromptu shout out, but a good one from it was a fifteen minute shout out. Um, my shout out is to uh, Timbo. What? It's to Timbo. I'm going to give you a shout out, mate. I said this off pod and I just liked it, so I'm going to repeat it here. You are dead set, either in former life, an antelope or a seagull. You just spend all, <laughs> whenever there's something in front of you, potato chips or some lollies or whatever, or some nuggets. Do you remember the night or, he ate the stale, he ate the stale, stale bananas. bananas? They tasted like detergent and you polished off half the bag. After we'd all agreed to unanimously. They were no good. We all, we all agreed unanimously. These are dog that, shit. You know what I love there? He that had was the, the first one. He goes, oh, these are terrible. Yeah. And then proceeded to eat the entire package. You polished them off. Dead set, you just spend all night grazing on something. You're a seagull or an antelope or some other you So know, you're telling me there's a reason animal. for my weight problem. No, no, it's nothing to do with weight. You're not in bad shape at all. It's oh, just please. something gets put in front of you and you will gnaw at it until it's gone. As they gone. say, round is a shape. <laughs> <laughs> so special shout out to Timbo. Thank um, you, Sean. And he's Iron uh, stomach. Yes. yes. We're going to kick on now to AFL. Obviously, there was only one story. Can I have one more? Very briefly. Very briefly. Uh, a new record set for the highest score in a T20 
match by an Australian, mm-hmm. Australian woman, yep. by Elisa Healy, yep. who scored 148 off 61. Mm-hmm. She brought up her century off 46 deliveries, How which was broke the, the record that was held by Aaron Finch. Yep. How big was the ground tempo? I don't know. Probably a postage stamp. Yep. She scored her last 48 off 15 Box balls. indoors. <laughs> Box yeah. indoors. Not discrediting it, but like, like it's the same thing as in the men's where you're like, you see something in India at a giant score, and you're like, you look at, you see the ground, and you're going, well, I could yeah, get a six on that. Like, yeah, yeah, it's tiny. But all you can do is score what you can score. So she was obviously seeing them well. She was seeing them well. So well done. Very and well shout done. out to Alyssa Healy. Shout out to uh, Miss Stark. Yes, Mrs. Stark. Are they married yet? Oh no idea. They're together. They're together. Anyway, AFL Grand Final was obviously come and gone. And uh, to be honest with you, I think the viewing figures which came through early in the week said it all. It was the lowest watched. Grand final in 26 years. Mm-hmm. And from a sliding doors moment, can you imagine if Collingwood had made it? It probably would have been the Actually, biggest. you know what my shout-out is? This is beautiful, Timbo. Thank you for bringing this up. The highlight of the week was Big Big Sound. Yeah. The highlight of the whole grand final week. Better than yep. the game, yep. the build-up to it the last couple of days. And a shout-out where it's yeah. due. Your week going into the grand final, Sean, was dead set unbelievable. We come on to it. Look, unfortunately, we rocked up to it a bit late. Because I, I seriously sat there. But you came with quality. On the and Thursday, the on the Thursday, I thought I could whip a few of these up, and I was like, I can't be bothered. To me, your breakfast club is your is your best. Nah, oh, no, the Rocky one. Reservoir the best. Dogs. Oh, jeez. Well, everyone's different. got their everyone's got their favourite. The Reservoir, yeah. Oh, to me, it was it was the the Breakfast Club. The I did, way, a bit the, of, did a bit of special editing on the Breakfast Club. I, I noticed it. Chopped it all up. Yeah, I noticed it. Did I, I love the start. I love the. With the with the little scratch and the you know the Richmond yeah. song and the yeah liked liked all of it. We just rocked up to the party a bit late, unfortunately. But but it's very much your wheelhouse, isn't to it? To really cash in on B- the... because you've got the capability of cutting and rearranging and mixing and all that sort of stuff. Because I, I had I, fun I, with it. It was good fun. The, well, I wouldn't even know where to start to be the, able to do anything like that. The Ferris Bueller one was the first one. Yes, and I sort of thought, oh, it's a bit of fun. And then I was like, oh, what else could we do? And I was like, oh, yeah, breakfast clubs, whatever. And then. Honestly, the more I thought about thought, I was like, oh, Reservoir Dogs is actually a bit of fun because it's a it's a bit meta. Yes. Because you can poke fun at the police officer, you know, being there against his will. And Michael Madsen's a pretty funny guy. And, and the dancing. Dance and whatnot. But the, yeah, no, it was good fun. The demeanour is that, great. That whole big, big sound thing was um, much, much better than the game in the Oh, end. the game was an absolute dog turd. The first quarter was, was fine. I thought we were in this. yeah. Big, D- big, were they, big turning were they point. Big 12 turning. or 13 the points Rioli a quarter goal. The Rioli goal is yeah. a huge turning point because... The Giants have done exactly what they needed to do through they, they 29 with, they minutes. Withheld, yep. They held them up. They were ferocious and manic at the contest. They probably hadn't gotten... I mean, the, the Tigers had started well. They hadn't, neither side had gotten full freight. Contentious non-decision at the stoppage. Comes out the back, Rioli goals, and, and then the Tigers are in front. And the siren sounds. And the siren sounds. And they got that emotional lift. And the, the Giants are probably sitting there going, not we've fired our best shot, but, geez, we've worked really, really hard and we've got nothing to show nothing for Nothing to show it. for it. Well... Can I do a bit of a, a late shout-out and slash tales of the punt, right? Oh, no. This grand final review is going to be dog shit anyway. It's going to be short. So <laughs> I went to – shout-out to Goz. went out to Goz's house to have uh, chavapis and watch the football. Um, Are they the little sausage-type things? Yeah, without the skin on them. Yeah, yeah they're Skinless good. Skinless sausage. Yeah. The indigestion down uh, Doncaster Road on the way home was – It's worth it. It wasn't worth it. Um, so Goz and I – Pull out the phone. We do this every grand final. Put some bets on. So we ask the girls, who do you want first goal kicker? Who do you want Norm Smith? Yada, yada, yada. So we focus on first goal. We're running late. So we're focusing on first goal scorer. Tash and I have gone Jeremy Cameron. Tick. 8.50 I think we got. Kelly went dusty. 
And Goz went, I can't remember who he went, but someone relatively. Hope it wasn't Jeremy Finlayson like you, Sean. Then no, no. I said he could do one of two things. Yeah. And he, he, he could did, do nothing. He could do nothing or be quite <laughs> well, all right. You were bang on. And he he did nothing. So we put them on, and obviously Tash and I got Jeremy Cameron. But then we put some exotics. We got uh, first goal to be Josh Caddy. Now I don't know if you remember the first quarter. I'm not saying it ever. Rewatch that grandfather. Did, did he have a shot? He from has that two shots from pocket? about 55, 50, or basically on 50, but running shots and shanks both, both of them. them. And I'm thinking, like, he, he had more of the football early in the first quarter. Jaden Stevenson would have had more awareness than that. Around goal. And I'm thinking. He'd be thinking a lot of guys are on me. Me and guys kept looking at each other going, we're in this. So, unfortunately, yeah, that, that didn't come through. We had uh, Trent Cochin first possession. Did he get it? Didn't even start in the centre. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's a problem. Do, doesn't help. Um, that's an issue. But uh, yeah, well, we had exotics on left, right, and centre, and just well, close, but not really there. First, we got the first scoring point. Mm-hmm. So oh, the first saw, score to be a first score to be a Richmond behind. So we picked up that and the Jeremy Cameron twice for once for me, once for Tash. So yeah, you were at the game. Pocketed too, some cash. Was it a how much cash? I think we got one hundred and sixty-seven dollars or something. All up. Bad. Not bad. Uh, you were at the game, Timbo. Um, early, very early, very early, very early. Like too early to really justify. But well, um, I got to watch the under seventeens game. Money, I had to wait out the front for half an hour. Why on earth? I got to ask this question. Like I know AFL Vic, they do things differently. And you sexy level two, sexy level three. Yeah, Pete. Front row though. Pete level. Well, one of the I front. was row D, fourth row. Yeah, so but very good seats. Why on earth is that they're not the VFL Grand Final? Or the TAC Cup. It can be one of the two. But why on earth is that not the showpiece precursor? Well, I always used to love when it was the TAC Cup was on because... It doesn't need to be the three in a row that it used to be. Like I get Yeah, it. I think that was too much. And it just meant your pre-game was only football. And they've obviously said, we want to give you a little bit of a balance now. And that's fine. I like what they've done. Um, I can handle the under-17s. And obviously, the the... The main reason for doing it now, as well as having sort of talent identification and all that sort of stuff, is given that t- two weeks later you're potentially trading future first round draft picks. You, there's actually already a little bit of a skin in the game. To it be just able to feels see. like they're just missing the point, though. Like they don't telecast the under eighteen year, yeah, but you'll get a sneak peek at the under seventeen. It's just yeah. weird. Well, again, I think the answer to it is we need to see more of the under 18s and I think under eighteen games full stop should be curtain raises to AFL games. Totally. Full stop. Totally. So and broadcast. I've said this before, it should be a completely under twenty fives platform in terms a of develop- broadcast. Like a development league in the commentators, commentators, media, cameramen, cameramen yep. everything. Sound guys, every aspect of the production. Yep. It should be completely top to bottom built to give people a pathway into the industry from a playing coaching broadcast stuff. Absolutely. But the fascinating thing is Fabian, you and I can talk intelligibly about the perspective NBA draftees and NFL draftees on the basis of what we watch at college level in sports that we're not immersed in it anywhere near the way that I'll we're immersed in our Australian rules. I, I hadn't seen Sam Walsh play a game of football. Yes, until was, Essendon. Before he was drafted. The, the Essendon like, practice match. That's ludicrous. But yeah. the other point I wanted to make there was, from an atmosphere point of view, it seemed a bit, from a tie they were seeing raptures, but it just seemed like a bit of a damp squib of a day. In the ground, was it... I suppose palpable that us is a no contest. Were the neutrals, there were a lot of Richmond neutrals. Well, oh, I think so, yeah. Because, I mean, then, you know, GWS is north of the border. So, um, 
you're not enamoured with them. They are the underdog. But there will be a lot of people, the neutrals, will say, well, I'm barracking for a Victorian side, a traditional Victorian side. I hate side. that. I don't get bizarre. that at all. Mm. You made a good point off pot earlier, Fab. I agree with it 100%. I'm, I'm, now, when you're younger, you care, oh, I want them to win. I don't care who wins as long as it's not Essendon. Collingwood? All, if Richmond were playing Collingwood, I was going for Collingwood. I said yeah, it on pot. Remember, his wife's mm. a Collingwood supporter. Is so she? I don't really hate Collingwood. My dad... Still has that. Yeah, he, he was brought up. It. But I think my dad's generation, and maybe even yours, the tail end of yours, the rivalry is the Collingwood rivalry. The Collingwood, Collingwood has think, never think, beaten Carlton in a big we've, game. We've inherited. Sean and I, it's more the Essendon. Oh, totally. No, I'm more Essendon, no doubt. But I mean, we, I we've remember. inherited like a residual hatred of, because you saw big games, you know, our dad saw big game you know, against Collingwood Carlton. The biggest game I saw Carlton and Collingwood was the 92 centenary match. Yes. Which was, we played some big games against them, but like this idea that, that, that but not they a, haven't not beaten a final. us in big games. They haven't beaten us that, in a big game in That's why we don't. 90 years or something. Apathetic, really. Well, we they haven't really hurt us. No, that's right. Whereas Essendon, Essendon has. Hurt us. Yeah. yeah. But um, my point was, I don't care who wins. I just want a bloody good game of yeah, football. Totally. And look, the funny thing we was, I, I was excited about going, and I went the previous year, and you saw the Dom Sheed goal, and a game that's decided in the last two minutes, and you walked home and you go on, how good, mm. how good to be able to go to an mm. AFL grand final. And I left at the ten minute mark of the last quarter, and I think I was pretty polite to last as long as I did. What was worse? <laughs> 07? You were at 07? Uh, I left halfway through the third quarter you in 07. You were an employee in 07? I was, yes. And I just said, oh, I've got to go. And, and <laughs> Go where? He goes, well, I was going to Whittlesey. I'm going as far away as I can. Yeah, yeah. No, my brother-in-law was hosting a grand final day and I thought, you know what, I am better off to drive, to leave here, drive to Whittlesey, whether I see the end of the game or not. I think I got there in time for the... The some of the medals being given out, but you thought hanging around here is not mm. going to be enjoyable for anyone. That was awful. Um, I suppose just before we move off the game itself, I think a little little bit of talk. I think I think some sections of the media have been a bit blasé about the potential impact that this could have on GWS. In that, oh, they'll be fine. They'll bounce. You go, will they bounce back from this? Was awful. This is the worst grand final, lowest score it in Port sixty around. years. It did, it but it knocked it knocked, knocked Adelaide around, knocked Sydney around in sixteen. Yep, certain teams that have gone that far. And being humbled, and they, they, these guys were humbled like teams have rarely been humbled in grand finals. Would um, Gold Coast have scored more than twenty five? Well, this is the point, and I'm not saying this just as a Carlton fan. They wouldn't have won. Gold Coast I'm not saying this just as a, as a Carlton fan. You can use anyone as an example. We would have been more competitive. Absolutely. Like we would have given a bit more of a yell. Might not have won the game. Not saying that at all, but no. certainly would have been more competitive. No, we yeah. wouldn't have won the game. But and you're allowed to. Have and a, we might you, lose by six or seven day. goals. Mm. But we would have scored over 50, 60 points yeah. ourselves. But, uh, yeah, so it'll be interesting to see how they bounce back, if they can, what effect it has, if any, on them. Um, you know, Naturally, they'll, they'll get back some really quality players to, for the start of the season. Um, in uh, What's his name? Canelio and, and Ward, certainly. Yep. Um, so they be get better. Hands out. And they're not going to be carrying in those. They carried in too many injuries. Or players who weren't well, poor, 100%. poor Phil Davis. Like you sit there and go, people, oh, Phil, Phil shouldn't have played. People jerking off Jack Rewalt. Phil Davis had a had a had a medical in the warm up. Yeah, and then played. He couldn't move. Yeah, shouldn't have played. Yeah, he shouldn't have played. You sit there going like he he they would have been couldn't have moved. Better to play Tommy Sheridan and Dylan Buckley. They would have, who were I mean, outstanding. Uh, they, for they were grandfather ridiculous. Week. Yeah, they were so, um, brilliant. That was so good. But even um, what's his name? Lockie Whitfield not being able to kick. On his right foot, and he looked. Yeah, he he turned inside onto his could, left at one point. He, he actually thought, noticed. Oh. He's a very, he's a very lean guy as he is, but he yes. looked 
like noticeably They see he'd lost frail. three kilos going in and three kilos when you're light. Yeah, like is, he actually looked a noticeably a bit tender and frail. Yeah, but so look, we'll, we'll obviously wait and see. They also carry Chain Mumford, but the less said about that, the better. Um, but, I'm saying, but Timbo would be happy. A few of his boys, obviously, the main man. You've yep. got a... Premiership, another premiership medal. Absolutely, he doesn't oh, get a well, premiership he doesn't get medal, medal, but he gets the recognition. And, Blair, and Blair's Blair built the list. Blair's built the list. So. I was critical of Blair about five years ago, to him or just like privately. Oh, privately. <laughs> um, but I, I just thought he had. <laughs> On a public um, floor. <laughs> No, no, just when you looked at some of the players that they'd brought in from outside of the team, and you sort of thought, I don't think it's made you better, and you've reloaded with middle-aged players and, and you're not improving and, and they just look like they were stagnating and as and almost as almost as soon as I posted on Facebook or whatever it was, he's... Uh, he was stressed or, privately. It, it was almost as soon as I set up the Sack Blair Hartley Facebook group. Hartley that, out. And that was, that was when he was... Ch- he'd, ch- he'd picked up Shane, um, Sean Hampson. Well, that was a bad move. Um, oh, exactly right. And, and he just sat there and there was a few others along the way. Lovely guy, but... Yeah, but but you just sort of thought it's just not working. But in amongst all of it, there was just gold galore, and and you know picking up picking up players like Nathan Broad, rookie listing. I still Dylan maintain, Grimes. like like again, a premiership team, two and three, fantastic performance, clearly the best team in the competition at the moment. I still maintain, like Mitch Cleary put out a tweet about our oh, good luck Blues, you know, put the the prospective Richmond twenty two, and I thought. I want to have that. Bring it on. Yeah, thought, let's, I'm, let's, I'm not afraid of it. The one thing I'm not saying, realize, once again, not saying, oh, we're going to rock up round no, one no, no, and win. They're, they're a go, great side. Go, let's have them. Yep. And, and they are the quintessential system beats talent. Yep. Go, you let's know, get the way out. that they're coached, the way that they played, but you get them on any given day and you get in front and you put pressure on them um, and you build in some of your own momentum. Let's get Dockety back. They are beatable. Let's get Marchbank back. Let's yep. get Charlie out there. Let's get those front three through a yep. full preseason. Let's get some small forwards in, etc. And it's one game. And one if we game don't win, who cares? We're not let's expected Let's get some to. natural growth from a couple of those guys that are young guys, and let's see how we go. But yep. um, so that's exciting. Uh, we want to speak a little bit now about something that – Timo's just checking his phone. Yeah. <laughs> something that would make me make a new – like a dog with two you-know-whats, Timbo. Right. So, yes, you know don't. where I'm going with this? No, I don't, but I was, I was going to say something. I might chip in after. Yeah, something that could be making you... Have you got any inside word, Timbo, on a certain unfilled coaching vacancy? Yeah. Some oh, this news, year, we, we are discussing this some on news. Pod. Some news has emerged of late that we could be... You've already got five absolute favourite teams. Could there be a six? <laughs> six. Got, well, actually, it could be, this could be the seven. We, I didn't put Geelong Grammar no, in. No, well, who we've got Carlton at one, the Bloods at two, the Power at three, Geelong Grammar at four, Geelong at five. Yeah. Adelaide, I Geelong's think. Geelong's not in there. Adelaide, Geelong I think. Are not one of my, it's Geelong Grammar. Adelaide, Give me Geelong Grammar at Adelaide least. are going to, I think. Does Kath not listen to this Adelaide podcast? Adelaide are going to come with a she rocket. Does. Adelaide are going to come with a rocket. And you're just going to sit there and say you don't have Geelong in at number five. No, no. I, I want Geelong to be successful for Kath to be happy. It's very magnanimous of you. But I don't. This is a lady who gave you an all expenses trip paid for to Bali last true. year, Timbo. Yeah, yeah. Or well, she gave me accommodation. I had to pay for <laughs> the flight. clarify that. But I think if. if what is mooted to have potentially be happening happens. Adelaide are going to rocket up that list like you wouldn't believe. They might even go to one. They'll go to two. Well, it's fascinating. They'll go to, no, they'll go to three. The Bloods, the Bloods is a, there's a big family tie to the Bloods. When, when you look at the Adelaide players that are seeking the exodus at the moment, if you're the prospective coach coming in, you've got to be marginally concerned. And if, if you're going to be appointed, say, next week or whatever it works out to be, you think he's going to be on the phone to eight blokes going... Please don't go. We are, of course, talking about Tim's 
BFF. K- KC and the Sunshine Band style. Please don't go. <laughs> that's it. Oh, come on. That's so we're it. giving you that's two talking, 70s banger. No, we're we're, we're talking, bangers. of course, about Tim's BFF. And you can do the KWS version of it too, which I think oh, is a really good that. version as well. You, you've got one half of the, the Broken Heart necklace and uh, King has got the other. Yeah. You put, it, you put it together Super friend style. Yes, yes. You and Adam Kingsley, of course, BFFs. I think Adam has the yellow Speedos. I think he... Yeah. <laughs> Davis no, he back. wears lucky red jocks when he played footy. So I like how you know that. <laughs> um, <laughs> we had a drawer full of red jocks. Have you heard? Have you heard? I like. I do the same with socks. I just buy eight or nine pairs of the exact same sock. What yep. white socks? Well, yeah, I'm wearing them at the moment, and then it doesn't. You can mix and match them. It doesn't matter when yep. you wash them; they're just all the same. Yep. Um, what a life! That's a life hack for anyone out there. Just do it. Um, has Adam? Have you spoken to Adam about this since it's broken? Can you break anything here? No. We might. Oh. Have I spoken to him? Yes. And you didn't didn't, didn't think it was no, worth there has talking been a, there about? There has been a discourse. You just didn't think it was worth talking he about? He has not interviewed. Been, he has not interviewed. He has not interviewed. So what is this talk about him you know, being in the frame? I think he's being asked. I'm filling in the gaps. I think he has been asked to interview. By? The Adelaide Crows. Oh, oh this is a scoop. It's the first time I've had anything but legitimately I, tangible. But I, my reading of the situation is he will not interview... Unless he's prepared to take the job. Ooh. So he's going to personally make the call. So he is going to make... Because if he's not going to take the job... Like the bottom line is he's got to move his family. Mm. And away from you. And what do we do with the other half of the exactly Wonder, Wonder right. Twin Powers? Well, hold on, hold on. You've lived apart before. That's true. You played how many seasons at Port? Too many. Uh, 11, 12. 11 seasons. Premiership player. That's so 10 seasons too many. Him, him and the missus were there for a very long time. No, he was 10. He was 10. Did he, did he have the kids when he was... Oh, yeah, yeah, no, Kayla got. Kayla was. I was going to say she got married. She's thirteen. <laughs> Very young. Um, Kayla was born yeah, at the Royal Adelaide Women's and Children's Hospital. Without taking the Mickey, there are eighteen positions, and I think all. Ethan was as well. Only eighteen, you only eighteen people in the world if you are don't AFL jump, senior coaches. If you don't jump now, you might not get the chance. Hmm. I, I'm going to respond to a text message and tell him what I think. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. Just I, I, type it out. On pod. Are you running are you Kingers. running a recruitment agency now? To- no, 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 I'm not. I, I, I can understand that he is reticent to move his family, but I think Oh you're you're advocating that he he make the jump. Oh, totally. Yep. I, I think you know what, exactly Tim, you as know you Tim's say, doing this. The, the opportunities don't come round often enough. Tim's doing this because it could be an opportunity for Tim Davis, yeah. specialist recruiting officer. We've on talked about that before. Fifty thousand no. dollars a year just to be you know, casual. Yeah. Just to be casual a, a Vic a Victorian liaison for the Crows recruiting team. 50,000. On Fitty G's. 50,000 more than Port Bay. <laughs> I reckon there could be, a, this, this, it could be some chili cheese fries in this for Timbo. I like it. Not my not my thinking whatsoever. Oh, but, bullshit. Uh, but no, look, it's I'd be wrapped for him to get a gig. because We'd he, all be wrapped for him. He, he's too good at what he does to not be given the opportunity. And I think... I mean, there's a whole narrative around... And at um, least if it's if in Adelaide, there's... there's that excuse. Why isn't Kingers on pod yet? That's true. <laughs> um, but the Phil Walsh, like he was good mates with Phil Walsh and all yep. that sort of stuff. And for a guy like him with that background to be able to pick up and um, you know uh, and and move forward from from that disaster, I think it would sort of help a little bit with the healing, to be mm. honest. So and and I think it's a club that 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 event well, has someone, done someone, more damage than a lot of people have actually ever realised. That's true, and I think too someone can come in and, and it feels like the Crows potentially would be willing to. Turn the keys over to them, basically, yep. and, and give them a bit of a, a shot at it. Well, and it's a footy club that's very, King's very well wheel. cashed hmm? up. King is at the wheel. King is at the wheel. But but a very 
typically has always been a well-managed team um, off the field. I, I, think, think, I, I think personnel within the group at the moment is really questionable. I would say that, I would say they've always existed within a very tight bubble, and sometimes yep. that has worked for them, yep. and at the moment it's not. Well, it's just a fascinating thing is if they bring a port person into the Adelaide Football Club, I think it, as a senior coach too, I guess they did it with Phil Walsh. I mean, Phil Walsh had you know, spent time everywhere. did it with Brad Symes. Or did he go the other way? I don't know. Don't no, care. no, he started at Port and then um, went to Adelaide. Speaking of trades, we're going to transition now into a little bit of trade week. And, uh, we keep we us posted. We, we want to talk Red about... Red Biglins uh, is in that team as well. Is he? Yeah, the, the jewel. Did he play for Port Adelaide? I don't think he actually played a game, but he was the on the list. Yeah, Giant man. Um, Big fella. That's one yeah. thing for sure. Uh, I wanted to talk initially just some contracts and compensation. It always comes up this time of year. Fabian and I were speaking about it a bit, bit off pod. The Australian sporting landscape needs to get a bit more mature with how we view well, what a contract is. A contract is insurance for the player when he needs it, and in some cases it's insurance for the club when they need it. Yep. And I think the game's going to transition into a situation whereby not every player, but players in that sort of nominally the best team are going to get longer-term deals. And then the club will say, we're still open to moving you on, yeah. but it'll be trade, we'll have you under contract, we'll get something for you. Well, you're still playing well, we'll have you in the moment we think that you're tradable or we, or we need to expend you to bring something else in. We'll have that we'll, power, we'll have that contract yeah. for our security and you get the security of a deal, yep. so don't worry about that. Tom Papley's a great example. The fact that Tom Papley's got one year on his deal, four years on his deal, 50 years on his deal, it's irrelevant. Yes. He's got a contract, that's the point. Not the term of the contract. Yep. You look at the flip side, Jack Martin. Jack Martin's got no contract to play football next year. Why have the Gold Coast Suns got any power over where he goes? Because they're just sulking. No, no, no. But just, and it's not just Jack Jack Martin. Any player, he's legitimately out of contract. He does not have a contract to play football in 2020. Yep. Yet the club that holds his contract to play football in 2019 is posturing over what he's worth, what are you going to give him? You're going, that's not... Us, that's not up to us. Yeah, you right. had the opportunity to keep him, yep. to offer him a deal. And you've made him an offer, and, and he hasn't... said thanks, but no thanks. The game, the sooner we go to pure free agency, totally. the better. Because yep. it just removes all this bullshit. Brandon Ellis, Brandon Ellis, the Tigers shouldn't get any compensation. Not anymore. I, I think they've when, offered a deal. When He's you turned were... it down. He wants to go somewhere else. I think the bottom line is when you're building two new sides and you have to find. 100 players of quality to be able to fill your list. They've got to come from somewhere and you can't recruit them solely from under-18s. Totally. And you can't be expecting to build a team out of the Sample, the Waffle and the VFL. So you had to give the means and a mechanism to be able to pick up established players and have the teams that lose out for losing their what were star players. Contract There had to be compensation coming back the other way. Contract them. Well, yeah, but then somebody was going to come out of contract that's fine. No, at, no, that's, at some that's, point in time. We talk about this in NBA, NFL, the, the uh, free agent class. Yep. And it's always leading up, oh, the big free agent class was this year just yep. gone. And you yep. go, well, that's just the way that all the agents if structure. You sign them ahead of time. To create a feeding frenzy. Yeah. If you want to yep. take Kevin Durant out of that, you've got to re-sign him. Yep. If yep. you want to take such and such um, uh, Kawhi out but of it, contract him. But that's also in any given year, given that it, Given that the anomaly of you just created two new teams from nowhere, I think having that facility made sense at the time. Yeah, and, and that was the concession that the teams allowed them to be able to have that meant that you would get compensation. Yeah, but a couple Once of you've years established out, the teams, pro- you, lose, you lose the compensation altogether and the salary cap is the mechanism but why? that allows you to be able to build a team or not be able to I add just think to the attitude is it's not like they woke up on November 1st in 20. 20- 
10. And said, holy shit, Phil Davis is out of contract. No, no, but it's not like they woke up and said, oh, there's a new team today. Yeah. Um, oh, we need we need players. No, no, agreed. They sat there and said, we had a couple of years lead time. If I'm an agent of a fringe player or a player that they might want to poach, I'd be saying, we want to get you to that window and we'll test the market. We'll see what's on. Yep. And if we want to stay, we want to stay. If we can get a good offer, we get a good offer, we'll move you. We'll make That's where we make the money. We just need to get so much more mature about player movement in general. Yep. And I know we've got a vested interest in Papley at the moment, Martin at the moment as Carlton fans, but fans in general, just accept it. Just embrace where the game is going and yep. hopefully it'll get there sooner rather than later. And, and the way that we're approaching it, I think is somewhat reasonable in that we're a club who has looked at our list and our mix and gone, geez, we are awfully shallow at small forward. And 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 playing Cam Paulson there. That, this is it. And 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 in every other sport in the world where free agency does dictate, you go to the market to, be able to fill the gaps that mm. you need. Sorry, it's a word. It's a word in the office whenever someone says it. Pete, always. Sorry, it's childish. Don't worry about it. Okay, thanks for slowing us up for that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Sorry, um, sorry. Tight forty-five on on you know Papley and obviously Carlton's hunt for small forwards. The rumor came out. Or- it hasn't been confirmed, but near enough to confirm today that Eddie Betts will return to the club yep. in exchange for what is effectively would be our last pick in the draft or our last live selection in the draft. Yep. Uh, just a quick, I suppose, taking of the temperature in the room. What do we feel about that? When it's done and he's our bloke and we haven't overpaid and he comes in and he can make a difference, great. There's a lot of caveats there, Timbo. No, no. Well, I, Is the 19 available? Is Schumacher still on the list? No. Good. No, not good that he's gone, I'm saying... It's, just, it's all part of the package. It's all, it's a, it's it's all part of the checklist. Story. And commercially, romance. commercially, the opportunities are romantically, the opportunities this yep. presents the club from a marketing point of view are huge. I'm totally, if the price is right, which yep. it seems to be, yep. both in terms of his contract yes. and the pick, fine. And the, yeah, what, what we're trying. Fine. I mean, if, if, if doing the deal robbed us of the ability to be able to pick up a Martin or a Papley and to a lesser extent potentially a Dan Butler, um, I'd be disappointed. But I think it sounds like he comes in and look the irony of it is what what doesn't sit well with me is we moved Dale Thomas on granted we had a glut of players that played that role and so we had an imbalance in our list but Dale Thomas will essentially make way as one of our veteran players to be able to get Eddie Betts in when Eddie Betts made way for us getting Dale Thomas in and and, and the irony of that I I don't think is going to be lost on a lot of people I still would have liked to have held on to Dale Um, your thoughts Fab just on obviously Tom Papley is a uh, ever evolving story really yep Um, I still feel as though we'll offer up the nine I still feel as though that's a fair trade and I feel I as think those, there'll be I think there'll be some change coming. And I think Sydney will I think Sydney will accept it ultimately. Timo's shaking his head. Now the West Coast deal is I I sent the details through to you saying that we reckon, I reckon we deal with GWS. Yeah, I think the GWS one's the better one. Well, the West Coast one's better again. Is it though? Well, it's fourteen and twenty-four. But I don't think Sydney. I think because what's West Coast? What's sorry, GWS is first. A twelve now. Well, for me, I sit there and go, Sydney are going to be happier because at the moment we got nine. So if Sydney is yep. sitting there thinking, we might take nine, maybe take nine for Papley. If that turns into 14, they're sitting there going, nah, no, mm. no, it was nine, and you've moved that. No, 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 no. We don't care that you want to get a deal done for someone else. That's not our business. Go, you want our player. Yep. Go, we've got to look after us. Changing nine for 14 to me is a bit dangerous. Nine for 12, I think once the Swans are going to be not as happy, but they'll be happier than 14. Well, it'll probably come back to what is the dialogue with Adrian Dodoro. And, and he, oh, jeez. Uh, 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 six picks, six first round picks. 
if if it's two first rounders and pick fourteen obviously qualifies as a first rounder. It just depends on what their next one well, is because they currently sit on five. It's like us with the stocker thing where you sit there and go, whilst we salvaged it just barely, we were never intending on keeping that pick. No, that's right. So that's something that people overlook. So if, from Sydney's point of view, the price is two first-round picks and 14 is a first-round pick and they're moving it on. Then you go, okay. Because we're in a, in a weird sort of way, we take our problems that we want to turn nine into Papley and Martin yep. and we – hand that problem over to Sydney who want to turn that pick into Danaher. Yeah. So you go, okay, well, you can live with that. But I don't know. The Danaher thing, as it, as it keeps unfolding, I, I said to Fab, I wouldn't be at all surprised. Like I said on pod a couple of weeks ago, if he signs a deal. Oh, look, and it may very well be the case. That's what I'm hoping for. This is, this is as it keeps going to me, I'm sitting there going, it's got the hallmarks to go either way, but it's got the hallmarks in retrospect to look at it and go, he played you like a fiddle. Yeah. And he got more money. Yeah. He played it that's beautifully. What, that's what I'm hoping that, I just didn't get hamstrung in Sydney, though. I get. I just want to see Essendon get hamstrung with a large contract. It, what a flaky if, fitness. I'm never going to be in neutral when it comes to those bastards. But if they manage to offload him and get two first round draft picks, especially two top ten draft picks, and they're not going to, That's I know the they're thing. not going. But if they do, they've won it clearly. Yeah, yeah. This kid cannot stay on the park. I'm not saying he's not a good footballer. But I keep saying it. That's what they're trading for. They're trading for the Danaher that plays and kicks 65 goals and can be a threat and on yeah, a smaller SCG will be more of a threat. That's what they're trading for. And that's what they've that, got to, but he doesn't exist no, anymore. No, but that's what they've got to pay the premium for. They're the ones taking the gamble to sit there and go, we've got to prize you out and we're not trading for the Joe Danaher that's played, is it? 11 seven games, games in, in two, two years. Yeah, we're not, we're not trading for that Joe Danaher. We're yeah, trading... No, 15 games, 11 goals. Or is it 11 goal, oh, no, games, cool. 15 goals? One we're, or the other. we're trading for the guy that was All-Australian in his yes. last full season. Yep, absolutely. And if we can get him fit, he's worth every bit of two first-round draft picks. Yep. And that's the gamble that everyone's taking. We trade Papley, I mean, whoever it might be. We we trade... Lockie Neal was worth one first-round one first draft. That's exactly right. But we... Tra- yeah, Lockie That's Neal exactly right. And this is the Mate, whole time... Come on, Lockie Papley Neal had form... Yeah, I think that those players are not not to diminish Lockie good Neal players, was, but they're dime a dozen. Whereas Lockie Neal was selected. A Seventy goal forwards, not. Lockie Neal was selected by Tim Gossage as being um, his Brownlow medal tip for last year's Brownlow. Now Tim Gossage is a died in the wall West Australian, West Australian, and he's seen a lot of him. But he said, "I think he's going to poll really, really well." And and look, when you look at it, you're going. Fife didn't have that great of a year the previous year. He was their standout player, and you can vote when you're playing on the Freo side. So he actually wasn't too far off. Just quickly before we move on, um, just a yes or no. Does Papley get done and what for, Tim? He gets... He gets. While you think about it, Fabian? No, 14. <laughs> I'm telling you, 14. No. We'll do the trade he, with he West gets, Coast. He, he, gets done, 14. he gets done for nine and we get some change back. Okay. And not a second rounder. We're getting a third rounder. Yeah, I don't back. disagree with that. Uh, Tim Kelly to the West Coast Eagles. Um, well, West Coast, in my opinion, ends up with our pick nine. So it'll be our pick nine and next year's first rounder will mm-hmm. do the deal for Tim Kelly. Well, I think that's or, not a Or bad nine trade. in the pick that they've already got, yeah, which I've, is about pick... Well, no, they've just given it to us, haven't yeah. they? <laughs> so nine in the future. Okay. Nine in the future. Yeah. And then, obviously, lastly, is, is Danaher. Um, if, again... Pick four. Well, pick four. It's now five, but... Whatever. They, five five not, gets it done. They're not giving it. Whatever, they got it. They have got to. It. It'll be, and that'll be, and that, and Essendon need to see that is that's a very good pick. Yeah, I'm, me, I'm sick and tired of this first round crap. I think five and nine There's would be eighteen too picks much. in the first overs round. too much, but could potentially be, uh, could potentially be 
full uh, good value if they get him on the park and he plays. If Sydney good footy, trade five, that's the trade. Yeah, that's what mm-hmm. I'm saying. Like it's not five and something. No, like it's five. If, if they trade down and get later first rounders, it'll be two first rounders, oh, but not one picks. of them will be in the top. If you're Essendon, then do you want two first round picks or do you want pick five? I think it's two picks. You want two picks. You want two late first round picks, do you? Oh, is in what? a in a draft that everyone's avoiding. I like think the it's plague. five. I think well, it's five and a second, or five and a third. I think it's two picks. They gave away last first year's first, first and this year's first to get Shield. Getting two first rounders back in to get some quality and isn't a bad is isn't Joe, a bad situation. Is Joe Danaher's upside more than Dylan Shields? Yes, but yeah. the downside and the potential of him That's not the being they what also he was. had to overpay for Dylan Shield because there were other suitors. Yes. Yeah, well. From a trade perspective, they had to, not necessarily the contract perspective. Dylan Shield chose Essendon. People need to get this through their head. And even the people on trade radio, like you said, mature up, right? And, and what's the word Dylan for Dylan Shield goes, I want to get to Carlton. That's what he says. I'm not a... Well, Hawthorne, whoever. We can't get a deal done with him. Yep. Okay. Well, so one was That's why he doesn't announce, I want to go there. He announces, where can we get the deal done? Essendon can get a deal done. It's two first round picks. Carlton don't have it. Or, All right. Well, I'll Carlton go don't want to. They're not prepared yeah. to part with one. So then he nominates Essendon knowing that it can get done. He yeah. doesn't come out and say, I nominate Carlton knowing that we can't get the deal done to satisfy GWS. That's exactly what it is. I Dumb live ass. for the day. I live for the day. And it's Stop coming. thinking he chose Essendon over Carlton. No, he chose I, the club who can get the deal done. I agree. I spoke about this on pod many, many moons ago. I live for the day when the AFL gets its Bosman, gets its player who just sits there and says, no, I'm challenging this. I'm challenging this whole system. Restraint of trade. Restraint of trade, movement of labour. I'm challenging this because they will win and it'll break the system wide open and it'll either happen organically or somebody will sit there and go, no, I'm going to be the guy that I'm out of contract, so I'm going where I want. I haven't done anything. You can't deregister me because I haven't bought the game into disrepute. I've fulfilled all my obligations, blah, 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 blah. My contract is up. I'm signing with them. Yep. And that'll just change the game for the better forever. Whether they do it legally or, as I said, organically, it's coming. Um, we obviously didn't touch too much on the Suns' concessions because I think, once again with reading the room, I think maybe they're a tiny bit over, but they're welcome. I, I, I think, think they're good. I think you, on one of the text messages you sent through, was you said, right, Here's your rescue package. Mm. You're getting the world. Don't ever knock on our door ever again and cry. They can't Paul. stuff this up. Well, this is it. This is your one chance. And they, if you fuck it up, I thought they you're just. Done. Get, I thought they just get given one. So they've ended up getting obviously one, eleven next year, uh, an end of first round of the, the year after, and, and, and this and year, this and, year. and you sort of going. It's probably more than we expected, but by the same token, I've, I've been on record. I love that at least now there's a marker that if another club comes along and needs it, there's a bit of a um, – what's the word I'm looking for? There's a like a marker in the sense that they're going, well, that's what they got given. We were prepared to give it. So if you're ever in dire straits, we will help you. But equally, Brisbane weren't going great. Us? No, well, when they got their assistance, they got an end of first round draft pick. They weren't as bad as the Suns, though. They were they absolutely but, destitute. But, but the system had failed them in that they had five quality players that they drafted through a system of equalisation that all left. And and the compensation that they came back just just really... What did we pay for Doc? slaughtered them. Pick 26? Yeah, not much. What did they pay for Yo? A little that bit same, better. Possibly yeah. more. 
Oh, they got, they got creamed. Yeah, I would have loved to have got Yo. I didn't realise Yo was as good as yeah. he was when he left. We love Doc, obviously. Doc's fantastic. Do you know who I thought was going to be a good player? Uh, Jared it. Pollock. Who I loved in the no un, in the under eighteen championships, I thought he was a star. Jared O'Berry. And when Collingwood got him, I thought Aish, James Aish. He's, he's just not up to it, is he? Just a footballer. Yeah, mm. he's all right. Like he's competent. Oh, you saw if you saw his championships, he, he was, was a gun. He was a star. Well, Jimmy Tumpus was a gun too. Oh, Jimmy, the Tump. The um, Jack Trigo. We... Give, give us a bit of JB. <laughs> oh, the Tumpus. <laughs> um, before we move off AFL, uh, I just just in that particularly the Suns concessions. Lovely to see that now that we're out of the picture. They roll out the whole kit and caboodle. Uh, oh, who, we got who, we did get two state league players. Oh, Jesus though, Christ! Thank God for that. Which we traded for the equivalent of about pick twenty five, which is worth about. Don't um, give me the points. No, no, I love the points. No, don't give me the points. It, I'm not even going to let you give you. I'm going to turn your mic on. Twelve hundred points. Oh. And do you know what the Gold Coast got? What seven thousand? Yeah, well, <laughs> and they won four games. We won two. I get it. I get it. But, we got shafted. Uh, but for what? What was given and where they're at and what they need, it was the right call. It was more totally. than I thought they'd get, but the fact that they got them, I don't care. I'm shitty that we potentially could have utilised our situation last year to get more than what we got. And 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 again, I never expected to get a you know a a priority pick prior to the first round. I always thought we'd get pick nineteen. I mentioned last it last year. last week. If they had have done what was reasonable yep. and given us both the old pre draft priority pick and just split it, yep. we would have taken one of Rankin or Rosie. Yep. And you sit there and go, it's one player, but it means that this year our pick is live again. Yeah. Yep. Our pick nine as it ends up being, you sit there and go, and just solves a lot of issues. The Suns would have had an extra pick again. Yep. They would have had four in the top six or seven in a better draft. Yep. And you're going, you're, you're serving the two clubs that really need these picks the most, the best as a one-off, and it's done. Stupid question. Better make it quick. And, and just thinking on the fly... If the AFL had a turnaround last year and said, "Right, Carlton, we're going to give you a, and, and Gold Coast as well, we're going to get, we're going to give you a priority pick prior to the first round, but you relinquish next year's first rounder," uh, I think that the, the only way that I would have accepted that is if there's a provision that old unprotected protected, yeah, unless okay. you finish in the bottom four or yep. unless you finish blah blah blah. Because obviously you're still recognising that you're, you're two, still rubbish. because your two players aren't necessarily going to turn you around straight away. I mean, obviously Sam Walsh does. What if they said we'll take away your second pick? With yeah, third pick, yeah. you go. Okay, You'd on. probably say that's not unreasonable, and it, and it gives you the injection to be able to get the talent in earlier that you need, or give you the collateral to be able that. to make a trade. That's a good idea. That's not why. Stupid. That's why you're going to be stupid. a really valuable member of King's backroom staff. Yeah. Um, we're going to move <laughs> down to world football, Fabian. I've got a big one for you. There's a lot of chat around world football traps just at the moment about sacking managers. Sack them all. Bearing in mind we're uh, early October, the season's barely begun. We're about it's six weeks in. Eight weeks. Um, Zinedine Zidane's top of La Liga. Yeah, in a very competitive league this year, and all experts, or when I say all experts, Guillaume Bag- Balagay, oh, Jesus, um, want him gone. Yeah, it's oh, bizarre. No, no, not want him gone. Say he will be gone. It's, but you sit there and go, and this is going to be a common thread. I'm going to ask you this question a lot, and then, and then, <laughs> well, and it's, then. it's relatively more straightforward at Real Madrid. Is it though? But who do they get? Florentino Perez again knows. And, and, and Jose Mourinho are very close. Okay, get Jose back again. That works out well. Um, Ole Gunnar Solskjaer, I go, yeah, get rid of him for whatever reason. Yeah. The whispers. And then what? Mike Phelan. Mike Phelan, great. Mike Phelan. <laughs> Another promotion. Seriously. No, I, I get what you're how saying. How is this man? And, seriously, and, and, how is this man the assistant manager of Manchester United again? I he was know. He was a manager, an assistant manager, and he's a manager again. Yeah. He's no good. You look at like... 
I'm not saying that Mikel Arteta is, you know, the Barcelona boy, but you've got some football acumen sitting on the bench there at uh, City. You've got all these guys sitting there going like really, you know, Rui Farrier was this continental guy. We've got Mike fucking Phelan sitting there whispering in Ole's ear, mattering away. Any wonder we're shit. <laughs> no, no. Look, what you're saying, we live in a time now where managers don't get, don't get time. Well, no one gets time in anything. And you play a bad game, you're shit. Well, no worse than say at Watford. If what you lose three games in a row at Watford, you are cooked. They will sack anybody. <laughs> so, um, but there is now there's calls for for Poch. And what happens next? You sack your best manager since Billy Nick, and then what? Like seriously, go. What happens then? People want change for change's sake. Yeah. Now, I'm not saying everything is hunky-dory at Real Madrid or Tottenham. I think Tottenham, the issues are squad-based. Now, Timbo's come with a bombshell. Yeah, I wouldn't, I wouldn't even give that the time of day. But Jan Vertonghen shagging Christian Eriksen's missus. Yeah. You know what reads and Harry Kane trying to be the mediator. Harry Kane squares up. <laughs> He's got and a now, shocking... And then now Poch... Did you see that heat map? No. It's... <laughs> It's a heat map of a heat cock heat going into someone. Um, <laughs> Bayern Munich versus Tottenham. And then you got this idea that, oh, well, you know, Poch is going to yeah. leave and Poch is going to go manage Real oh. and then Poch is going to take Ericsson with him. You're going, yeah, okay, right, whatever. Well. It's so sunnewswriting.com. This is from straight from the Sun template. Yeah. Oh, look, Spurs, Sex, Spurs have their issues. football, that's what they sell. Oh. That's straight from the Sun. Spurs have their issues. And I think it's squad-based. Now, four years ago, when they had a chance to win a title, and it... I've got a lot of Tottenham mates, and it's when we try to tell them that was that, the one that was the chance. That was the one. They're like, they were so happy because they've never been that high before to finish second. They, they were just, they were thrilled. Leicester you, weren't that good, and everyone that's else it. was. And I was shit. like, everybody else is going to get better. You may not have, and then making the Champions League final last year, it just reaffirms in their mind, no, nah, no, nah, we're on the right track. Your squad needs improvement. Someone made an interesting point. They said, "What about Jose for Spurs?" And I said, okay, I said, give that's me the, the club. That's the club where Jose thrives. Spot at. on. I said, give me. I the said, underdog. I go, give me the time of day. I go as ridiculous as this, this sounds. When he was in La Liga, yeah, he was managing Real Madrid, but he was the underdog. Yeah, because the Barcelona team at that time was, was two, so good. It was a, it was a two horse race, but he had the smaller horse in the sense that at Barcelona, Shetland Pony dynasty was just ridiculous. <laughs> Going but, up against Winks, but he thrived on it. But he thrived on this. We're going to topple you. Yeah, we only have to beat mm-hmm. you a couple of times. And he got a couple of wins over him. Fantastic. Chelsea was the same thing when you turned him around. Inter Milan particularly. Porto particularly. At United, it didn't work because the mentality at United isn't the underdog. It doesn't wash with the fan base. It doesn't wash with the media. If he went to Spurs, their attitude, rightly, would be, we just need to win something. This guy will win us a League Cup. Yeah. He might win us an FA Cup. We just need to win something. And it's then that, that albatross. And if he was in that title race with Leicester, mm. he'd have got the job done. But that albatross around our necks, never win anything, blah, blah, it's gone. Mm. It's office. We can, you know, we've won something, we've, we've broken that duck, et cetera. And you go, the more I think about it, I go, yeah, yeah, maybe, maybe. But having said that, it's still a risk to, to mm. give Poch the ass. They need to invest in the squad. You can't, they've got a good 11, and they don't bat much deeper than that. And their fans, like their fans, are delusional because I think they're running through this. They're living in a fantasy. Well, it's the best they've the seen. The Champions League final, the second place finish. 
Now they throw, oh, we spent $150 million in the transfer window. This is the best they've seen them be. This is the best that it, like, more than just yeah. a generation of Spurs But fans. $150 million in 2019 is nothing. That Neymar transfer three years ago has forever, has forever screwed the transfer market mm. and where prices sit. Now, a good player is 130 to $150 million. Yeah. And before that, they were $40 million. Yeah. Forty million gets a Gilfie Sigurdsson these days, or Jeez. an Indo- uh, Indominus Rex. Is that another Isn't Jurassic that Park reference? Yes. yes. Yeah, they were selling. Took the, me a moment. They were selling the yeah, dinosaurs. That's what it is, they were, they they were auctioning for. the dinosaurs. Forty million would get you a, maybe an Indoraptor, which I think seems cheap. I thought the Indoraptor went. Oh for more my than lord, that. we are we are. That seems cheap. Boys, um, tight forty-five. You know, we're well over that already. Uh, do we want to go on to Fabs Five? We'll go to Fabs Five. I suppose we'll touch briefly on the. Uh, Spurs chatter when we get to them. It wasn't, um, it wasn't a good night for them. Just a quick uh, quick rundown of the ladder. So Tim had another superb week, but I Sean just, also... I, just, I had a better week than Tim, but I didn't make any ground. No. So Tim leads the pack on 30 points, Sean on 24. Excellent. I'm trailing on 17. So I'm a whole 13 points behind... Timbo, who it feels like my footy tipping this season. This is actually like hey. inverted <laughs> AFL. I'm in the middle. Timbo. Fab's <laughs> out in front. Timbo's, Timbo's leading and missed an entire game week of tips. Yeah, well. So uh, He has fallen ass backwards into a couple of I have not. spot-on results. Yeah, I have not. So let's kick it off. First game of Fab's five <coughs> this week is Brighton Hove Albion versus Tottenham Hotspur. Fresh from a 7 to drubbing. I did agree with Potch what he said after the game. Oh, I don't agree entirely. It's still used to- You know, you're, you're shipping goals, but like everything they hit went in. You're going, Jesus. Everything they hit went in. You go, that's just pathetic. Yeah. Um, wasn't their night. It's, no, it wasn't their night. Stay down, champ. It's not your night. Um, is, it's at the Amex. This is at the American Express. I think Spurs win this one 2 1. I've got Spurs winning 2 1. 4 1. Tottenham. 4-1. Within three, Timbo. Coming the for you. next game is... This is a good game, actually. Liverpool versus Leicester City at Anfield. Liverpool coming off a Champions League match week. Um, a, tough, a tough game. A good game. game. A good game this our morning. Our boy scored. Who's our boy? Buku Holland. Kamas. Holland. Not Buku Kamas. Holland scored again. <laughs> Came off the bench. Tied things up. 3-3. Obviously, Liverpool went on to win. Um. Yeah, I think it's three. How did he nil, play three 0 Liverpool under Oli at Mulder, and yet not on United's radar? Apparently he is, but who would know? Apparently he is, but well, yeah. I mean, as I always say to you, till he's holding. It would have cost three dollars fifty to get him until across. He's, until he's holding the shirt, I don't care. So three, Liverpool, Leicester. I reckon it's going to be a cracker. Three nil. Two. Three nil. They dropped their first points of the year. For three me. nil. Liverpool. Three nil for Tim. One. Uh, Sean. One nil. Liverpool. Better have me down for 3-0 there, Fab. I've got you down for 3-0. I've gone 2-2. They, they dropped their first points of the year. And We're level, Timbo? 1-0. We're level, Timbo. Oh, no, you're one in front. Next game is Southampton versus Chelsea at the... Is it Friends Providence? Or St Mary's? What's it called? St Mary's. Something like that. Yeah. Uh, one all. Nothing much to talk about this game. Not really. That's why I just gave you the score. I need Tammy Abraham to start scoring from a fantasy, did I? But, um, he scored in the uh, Champions League. Yeah, yeah. midweek, yep. Yeah. I think it's proven that he's... No, he's done, he's done very stay. well. I mean, we, we had some misgivings This was a season. He, 
a lot of these players are getting a free hit at a Chelsea career. Get to play an entire season, and if you're not up yeah. to it, they will replace you. In the Which next. was certainly not the, the case when Salah and De Bruyne and Lukaku went through the doors. No, so... Um, and amongst others. Interesting. So Southampton, I reckon 2-1 uh, to Chelsea for me. Yeah. One all. Timbo? Like you you're going with you're one like, all as well? I'm going with one all. This is like the arsehole on the Price is Right you know, auction, one dollar more. Manchester City versus Wolverhampton Wanderers, who have not had a great start to the year. 4-0 Four nil nil. Fuck. 3-0 City. I'm not giving Timbo. 5-0 sure. City for me. I'm going 3. Sean's going 3-0. Another midweek match. They'll, they'll be a little bit fatigued. They won't have the run in the legs. And the final game of Fabs 5 is Arsenal versus Bournemouth. United aren't even on it. The Fabs 5 this week. Make it. No, not they don't make it. it. I was writing them down. I thought, I know what the We're five We're playing Newcastle. Be. Where? Newcastle. In New- eight. Yeah. I think that'll be one all. Well, we're not, we're not betting on it. Not United, one United and Newcastle. I just want that on the record. If it is Arsenal, Burn, Bournemouth, two Arsenal. one. Bournemouth, two one. Yep. Bournemouth, oh. one nil. I'm going with Arsenal two nil. Bournemouth, one nil. And Tim's gone with Arsenal two one. We Actually, will can now. I make that two one to Bournemouth? I think Arsenal will score. A bummy angle score. Yeah, I think Arsenal will score two one to Bournemouth. <laughs> yeah. But, Bourne, but Bournemouth, early in the season, we see them, we see these teams, these little lower, so to speak, ranked teams. They inter- entertain one of the big boys at home, and it's a big game for them. It's, it's the crowds at, up it's for at it. The Emirates. That's going to hurt. I didn't know that. I thought you said Bournemouth I Arsenal. Said Arsenal versus Bournemouth. Well, I'm changing my tip then. Two 0 Arsenal. Oh, it's all over the shop. Because I thought you said my whole rationale was the crowd at. Yeah, t- I thought you're going a one nil win to Bournemouth. And then he upped it to two. Then he upped it to two one. The, what's the stadium down there? The Bournemouth and the Cherries. I don't know what the stadium The is. Vitality the Stadium? The Vitality. I thought Jesus. hostile atmosphere, the crowd will be up You know he loves the cherries. Tibbo? Pete loves the cherries. Oh, of course. Um, yeah, well, I thought you said Bournemouth Arsenal. That makes sense. Uh, do we want to talk about Arsenal United very briefly? Not at all. Not a great game. You know what? It I was, the, the weather didn't Special help shout out to... Scotty McTominay. Scotty McTominay. Not just for the goal. The goal is almost irrelevant. If I was doing my FIFA team of the year this week... Hmm. Scotty Mack would have been. You didn't ask him to be in it last week. Scotty, no, no, I not, thought it was tongue I'm not just being facetious. At the end of the day, Scotty McTominay, he, look, he's probably not good enough for Manchester United. He's good enough for this Manchester United. Yeah, he's the yeah. best player in this Manchester but United. But at the moment, he's our yeah. player of the year, comfortably. Yeah. We're yeah. Early, very early in the season. Where's he from? Scotland. He is Scottish. Is he? Yeah, no, he's Scottish. I just had a brief moment. Where I was like, yeah, I'm, I'm always certain yeah. he's Scotland. No, he's... Scottish. But yeah, look, he's he's been um, a shining light in a really disappointing season. And just from an effort point of view, you watch him play, you know what you're going to get. And he's... Look, I know Paul Pogba rumoured to have had an ankle knack, which which hampered him, but he's... Yeah, Paul, he's not playing this way. At the moment, if you... It was one of those, like, Price is right. If you took the price tags off him and just said, I'll watch him play... You'd be going, yeah, McTominay is the more expensive one. What was the name of our bloke that we picked up in the mid-season draft? Josh. DeLuca. DeLuca. And he would be redlining at 120%. Jesus. Is that that Scotty McTominay? He's a bit more contained and a bit more um, composed than that. But yeah, DeLuca was running. He was... He was sucking in the big one. He was redlining it at the three-minute mark. Not because he was, like, fatigued. He just Was that the Gold Coast game? Was it Gold Coast game? Yeah. Yeah, it was. You just thought, mate... A for effort, but just slow down, man. Pace yourself. Got another hour and 40 of this. Um... What's the reverse of a shout-out? Well, we'll shout out. chat. <laughs> um, oh, no. The linesman who missed... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank God for VA, for Arsenal's. Well, yeah. no, well, very, very close. The game was very, very close to having an enormous problem. Because of... If David De Gea or 
because actually Young sort of did, but if David De Gea or if Aubameyang yeah. just went, oh, I'm offside and stopped. Yeah. Like mm. if De Gea generally stopped, like the flag, the linesman's raised yeah. his flag, that's the whistle. Yeah. The linesman's raised his flag, oh, I've stopped. And he just stands there, Barthez style, and Aubameyang like scores. Mm. You've got a serious problem. As it was, he did still play the ball. Yeah. But if one of them stops, generally stops because they have every reason to, that's an enormous problem for the game. Yeah. The good thing, as you say, unlike Aussie rules, they don't blow the whistle. Like well, the referee, the when the referee sees the flag, which he did, he blows the whistle. Yeah. When the referee sees the flag, and fortunately in this case, he blew the whistle after all that the stuff shot. had happened. It's yeah. just a genuine error. Like now they can check it. So if it's marginal, they just won't raise the flag. Yeah, yeah. This guy's just missed someone who's. Hmm. Two meters to his to his right, he's yeah. just totally missed him yeah, yeah. because it's clearly onside. Mm. So, so, like I said, fortunately for everyone involved, yep. they could easily go back and award it and correct yep. it. And he sit there and go, "But yeah, if, if a few little things happen differently, it, then it gives them a Manchester problem. United got every reason to sit there and go, no, 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 the ball's dead. Yeah, even if I don't give a shit, it's a mistake. Yep, drop ball, you can have it. Yeah, it's a drop ball. So actually, there's no more drop balls, is there? Or you can't contest? No, you drop can't ball. contest the drop ball because so they're useless. It was like a gladiator, gladiatorial challenge. Have you ever seen, sorry. Rooney? Arsenal? Rooney nearly killed someone. Yes. Gennaro Gattuso has killed someone. Like I've seen Gennaro <laughs> well, Gattuso literally. end someone's career. Figuratively. Yeah, he hasn't literally murdered someone. It's Malakia. <laughs> that, have you seen it, Timbo? The no, Gennaro Gattuso, uh, Gattuso. Sometimes it's good, that sometimes it's shit. That's the greatest. I know go home bulldog. and cry because I know have the money. Going to move on now to NFL. Sorry. We're going to move on now to NFL. What are we running at? Uh, we're running at overtime. Um, Fabian's giving me some notes here. I don't know if I need them because I think I prove it time no, no, and time and time and time and time again that if I didn't say I know nothing about the game, no one would be any the wiser. Um, from these prepared notes that I made, are the New Orleans Saints the best team in the NFL? That's a question without notice. Without Drew Brees, I can't have it. Well, the best team in the NFC. Uh, well, the Rams. Look, oh, they play, they, did they play the Rams? Timbo's giving himself time to think. They have like played. They no, played the Rams on the played, weekend. They've played the Seahawks. No, the Bucks played the, the Rams. Seahawks. They they've played. The played yep. They've played the Cowboys, and they've played. They've played some decent opposition, and they're run. sitting three and one without without Drew Brees. Brees. Yeah. Does that luck run out? Can they no, sustain I it? See. No, they're that good. They've got a very good. Alvin Kamara is a jet, an absolute jet. Um, they play, uh, as you would say, Sean, they play indoors. Which helps. Dime. Helps. Good defense, very well coached, phenomenally. Um, if Bill wasn't around, he'd say that Sean Payton's arguably yep. the best coach in the NFL. Yep. I reckon there, if they can hold on until Drew gets back, this is the best side in the NFL. Wow. Wilson Phillips style. Be cool. Um Hold on, I get it. Yeah. I don't. Uh, That's not going to be a song the, at the end of this. One of the other stories, obviously, out of it was the uh, the Rams did fall for the first time yep. in an absolute shootout. You two were jerking each other off over was it a Rams Chiefs shootout last year? That was the best game of well, NFL of all time. So what about this one? This one no good. Just a not 50, as good. Fifty-two was it? Fifty-two forty or something? Last seasons? No, this the one that happened yeah. three days ago. Was it that high? Oh yeah. Yeah, the Rams put up 40 and lost by 14 or yeah, something to that effect. Because my mate Jameis Winston went bunter. He went... Was that Siri? Um, that wasn't Siri. No, no, look. So nothing to, nothing to give me on that one? No, no. The Rams, the Rams are still... 
Well, this loss does one thing, Timbo. It puts your boys top of the conference. The old 49ers. Only undefeated team in the conference. So, that's not the question this week. But no. um, I would say, yeah, the Rams have dropped off a tad. I suppose it wasn't unrealistic to assume that they would lose eventually or at some point. They've just lost in week four, which is a, a disaster. Yes. Only they're good enough to ride that out and bounce yeah, 55 back. 55 to 40. I think last year's was... Both was 50s. in the 70s, 60s and 70s, no, wasn't it? Was both 50s? Oh, I reckon, Regardless, I reckon move on. 60s. And obviously one of the more unsavoury notes out of the weekend just gone was uh, old mate from the... Where does it he play? It was 51-54. Where does he play? Plays for the Raiders? Uh, Vontae? Vontae's perfect. It's he, not your friend, Vontae Burford. Uh, Good morning, Mr. John Gruden. No, that was... Um, Vontae Mack. Vontae Mack. I know. I'm making a joke that I thought you would appreciate. Sorry. So what's the, what's the question? Well, he you know he rammed someone and like he was. Oh, we're talking about Vontaze Burfitt. Yeah. He charged into someone head first he's and got, concussed. He's got them. history. This is his issue. Mm. He's he's known for helmet to helmet contact. And he was just, that on Josh Allen? Yeah. 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 He just needs to. He stop. nearly killed him. Yeah. And, and he won't play this week. He's my quarterback in well, my fantasy team. Does a not happy. Does a year suspension? Is that? Montez Burfitt has been given a year. I can tell by the way you're disinterested no, in this been conversation. Given, he's been given 12 weeks. He's been given the season. It's a Jaden Stevenson Well, not even. It's no, no, no. <laughs> Jaden Stevenson is not playing for someone as bad as the, uh, as the Raiders. Mm. But, um, but he always had discipline issues, Vontez Perfect. Doing this thing here. Mm. He goes out there to hurt people. It sends a message. I don't dis- necessarily disagree. There was a, and you'll say I'm kissing the cock of the Patriots, but there was a similar incident. One of the Pats players did a similar kind of head charge thing. Yep. I don't necessarily disagree with Playing this week. with Vontez being treated differently because he's a recidivist. I don't necessarily disagree with them sitting there saying, no, no, if it was a one-off, it was a genuine anomaly, yep. aberration, we'll treat it differently. But you, when you got form. You have form, and this will hopefully yes. either put you out of the game or put this out of your game. Yep. This is – the Raiders are screwed. They yeah. just they – Haven't they won two games? Ever since – I like how you didn't answer that. No, I don't know exactly what they're doing. two and two. What are the Eagles? You've won one more game than a team you're saying is in – No, no, we're two and two. Are you two and two? So you've got the same record as a team you're saying are in just disarray. Have you watched the Raiders? What do you think the answer to that is? (laughs) Ever since since Gruden has arrived, (laughs) they've shipped off every piece of quality they've got. Frank Caliendo's getting more work. And they've brought in Antonio Brown – and then seen him go. Vontez Perfect is now... Gonski. It's just, they've got no luck. So... Can I just say about my 49ers? Go, waiting for it. I, I, I kind of gave you... What's the... In volleyball, that little... Spike? No, the spike is when you go down, isn't it? What's the... The, dig? No, isn't the, the, the layup oh, thing. Yeah, dig, I think, is it, yeah. isn't it? Yeah, I gave up. you one of them before. We'll, we'll all yeah, know no, exactly no, what it is no, when no, the Olympics look, are on. We play the Cleveland Browns this week. Ooh, big game. It's a big game. Every we're, game hey, They had a good result this no, week. No, 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 no. I'm just explaining this to you. We're playing without our left tackle, Joe Staley, and Miles Garrett is their defensive end, edge rusher. Trouble. We, our best cornerback so far this season is out injured, so we're going up against Odell Beckham Jr. You're making some excuses already, Tim. No, 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 no. I'm just saying if we can find our way, a way clear on this, we're a better team than... Cause, cause will, this, will this give you know if, if the credibility if the Forty Niners can win? Will this return them to the heady days of Steve Young and Joe? If or? they win this and do it convincingly, because we beat the Steelers and we weren't convincingly. Jerry Rice, um, 
But the one thing we we've added a lot to our defensive he line played for the and it's carrying us. Absolutely. Ch- Chubby was the offensive player of the week last week My with man. three touchdowns. Now, again, our defensive line will be able to combat that and Baker Mayfield could have a field day Whenever if Tim our secondary doesn't perform. But I still think our defensive line might put enough pressure on him. Is it at but Levi or...? It's a great question. Uh, no, it's no. yes, it is, because they do it in reverse, don't they? Yeah, it's at Levi. Whenever Timbo brings up uh, my man, Nick Chubb, I just remember, you know, Teen Wolf, Chubby? Oh, he's always chubby. Yeah, you know, the, t- the, guy, the fat guy in Teen mm. Wolf, they called him Chubby. I just, I just think of him. But he looks nothing like him. No, because he's black. black. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and then last, obviously, the uh, Chicago Bears. What about him? Well, they're missing uh, Mitch Trubisky. So, yeah, he went down. But, he, what, he hurt his wrist? No. His, his shoulder. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hurt his shoulder. Yep. But they're still rolling, though. Mm. You would have thought they'd miss him, but um, perhaps not. I mean, they will miss him, but can they cover for him? Their defense is exceptional. Exceptional. So if they their offense gives them a score they can defend, then yes, they'll be in the game. Always. Then yes. Ooh. Okay. So, but they I couldn't. Like they couldn't win a title. Or no, no. Make, or mid, couldn't mid, make a title not run without, without him. him. No. Okay. They need to hold on. What's his injuries? That like a five six week. I run? think. I think it is. Yeah. 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 Stinger. Well, they can if they can once again that wild card sort of race if they can stay there or thereabouts. Yeah. Um, moving on down to the quiz now. Look, I'm loathe. Here. One quick thing I want to say: what I do love about the NFL, I love a lot of things. Every game matters. They don't have a you don't get a point for winning a game. It goes on the percentage of games won. So the 49ers who didn't play this week went into first position because the Rams dropped. So the Rams are no longer a hundred percent. So yeah, I love that. Yeah, Whereas I mean, in the it's, AFL system, it's it's, it, they'd still be on the same points, so to speak. Yeah. No. 100%, baby. It's, it's, it's very kitschy, whatever. Um, look, I'm loath in a way to actually return oh. to the quiz after last week's, let's be honest. We're tempting could you fate. ever do it justice? We're tempting fate. It's like we're making a sequel. I went on movie. Amazon and looked for a championship belt to buy. <laughs> I've got one. I've got, a, I've, got a, I've got one. Dead set. Like a proper one? or For me winning 10 to 2 or what? Sorry? For winning the last twelve weeks, ten to two, Timbo. Look, don't, don't look. Well, we are tempting. Don't live in the past. I didn't understand context. Well, we that's are all. we are tempting fate here. We're making a sequel to the best movie of all time because last week's quiz <laughs> it's was yours too. Well, they did do that. It's like making a sequel to Gladiator or something. You're like, why would you even try? But we are going to try. We're going to try to make the Empire Strikes Back here. Here we go. So we're ready to rock and roll with the quiz. Last week, dead set, unbelievable. I listened to it about three times. Oh, I listened to it again. I thoroughly enjoyed it. You know how much I hate seeing Fabian. The cleaner's Luna. gone past this. I time. said it at the time. With a uh, the steam cleaner that was called the term- <laughs> the Terminator. Yeah. So hopefully he that? doesn't disturb. I'm saying he's he's just he's loitering outside the door. Okay. He's just peeking in. He wants to be a part of it. Might get him another mic. Let's see if he can go back to back. Question number one. This is on the whiteboards, of course. Are we both buzzing we in, it? or is it? No, mate. We've done this format. Okay. About forty yeah. times. Five. Five questions on your whiteboards. Question number one. Through two match days of this season's Champions League, four teams have a perfect 2-0 and o record for one point each. Name those teams. So four teams in this season's Champions League are 100, as four Fabian teams? would say. Four teams. Do have to name them all? Yeah. For one point. No, you get one point each. Oh, fuck. So four teams have a perfect, as you would say, Fabian, 100% record. Who are they? You get one point per team. It's a good question. I like this question. I like a gib. I like a gib. We haven't said that for a while. No. No, we haven't said that for a while. 
we haven't really had any use because um, but I say Gib hasn't really been in the news. Might be, might be sooner rather than later. Okay, we're in. You both got your questions. Throw in. at the stumps of the so we're going to mark yeah, these too. off. In Group A, we have PSG. Neither of them have PSG. <laughs> Good start, Timo. In Group B, we have Bayern Munich. Both have Bayern Munich. In Group, I've lost my question. In Group C, we've got Manchester City. Fabian has Manchester City. And then lastly, in Group H, we have Ajax Amsterdam. No one has that. And that is it. No one has that. So two to Fabian, one to Tim. Fabian might want to have made hay with that question. I, as the quiz goes given, on. given that my team aren't participating in this year's Champions League. Hey, it's all about the Europa League, baby. Question number two. Carlton acquired three players via trade during the 2018 trade period for one point each. Who were they? So the Blues traded in three players. I don't need to know what we traded, what we got, all that kind of rubbish. Who were they? You get one point for each correct answer. Timbo looks like he's trying to get down. He's got three names, but I don't know what they are. Can you repeat the question? Yep. Um, I keep losing my space. Carlton acquired three players via trade in the 2018 trade period. You'll get one point for each player. Fabian, are you locked in? I'm thinking about it. I'm locking you in. Come on, give me your answers. Hurry up, Timbo. Will you lock yourself in? Oh, I'm locked in. Fabian is locked in. Timbo, give me it. Come on, mate. You're buzzed out. You've got to give it. You're buzzed out. You're forfeit your points. Got a mental blank. You got three seconds. All right, all right, all right, all right. They have both gotten two out of the three. Fabian is correct with Setterfield. Tim is correct with Setterfield. Fabian is correct with Mitch McGovern, and Tim is correct with Nick Newman. So they both get two points. And I had Liam Stocker down, but he wasn't during the trade period. I, got no. Tom, I put Tom Bug down. No, no. So the uh, yes. How did so we get him? Was he like free listed? Free agent, agent, listed yeah. free so agent. Mitch McGovern will set a field and Nick Newman three so players two came in. each. So it's now three to four. Four. Four to three. Fabian leads. Question number three. Dustin Martin won his second Norm Smith medal at the weekend. Four Carlton players have won Norm Smith medals for one point each. Who are they? So we have four Norm Smith medalists. Four points on offer, if you can tell me who they are. Tim's got a very, uh, like his writing style is sort of small and precise. Fab's is unwieldy. He uses the thick end of the marker a lot of the time. And it makes his heavy breathing disconcerting. <laughs> Timbo is locked in. Fabian is also locked in. I can reveal that Timbo is a perfect four from four. Fabian is three from four. Our Norm Smith medalists, of course, 1979, Wayne Harms. 1981, Bruce Duell. 1987, David Reese jones and Greg Williams in 1995. I missed out on um, Harmsy. Harmsy. Who'd you put in in 82 then? The Dominator. The Dom, yeah, played well. Wayne Harms was very unlucky in 82. And you could actually probably make a case that Stephen Kernahan's seven goals six in 93 was Correct. Uh, not decisive, clearly, but bloody good. Uh, question number four. Seven all. Seven all. Seven all. Question number four. Yeah, sorry, I have question three marked twice. It was my, my mistake. Sorry. Three GWS players kick goals in Saturday's grand final for one point each. Name the Giants goal kickers. So obviously the, loss, uh, the lowest grand final score in I think something like 60 years. So just three goal kickers on the day for the Giants. They kind of clued each other into the first one. Before we spoke about it. 
one of them will be a good get if they can get, uh, I don't know which goal he kicked, the second or the third. Timbo feverishly and neatly writing down his answers. Fabian looking to the sky, not sure what for. Help. No one up there will help you. It's a, um, it's a, it's a ceiling mama, fan. Mama. I'll go with this. I know the, the last one's wrong, I know that. Timbo, lock your answers Lock us in. So Fabian's locked in. Give us Timbo. Give us Timbo. What's he got? Come on, Tim. Timbo has gone for Jeremy Cameron, which is correct. Fabian also has Jeremy Cameron. He has also gone for Daniels and Whitfield, Timbo. Incorrect. One for Tim. Fabian. Two for Fabian. Jeremy Cameron and Jacob Hopper. I remember Hopper's got his is the second one. The third, of course, Harrison Himmelberg. Hey, he played really well. No, well, he considering didn't. how he stunk up these the final yeah. series, that was the one that Brent had at seven hundred and fifty one dollars for the Norm Smith medal. He had ten dollars on it. <laughs> like I said last the week, the fact he, that they got done by fifteen goals, he didn't should have help. just thrown that money out the window. Yeah. Uh, and the last here for one point each. That's nine to eight, by the way. Yes, for one point each. Which two A-League sides won through to the 2019 FFA Cup final this week? You'll get one point for each team. So these two teams will be contesting the FFA Cup final. I know one's right, the other one's a stab. I like it, I like it. Well, I've got news for the both of you. You split this one. Fabian's gone for Adelaide and the Central Coast Mariners. I think Adelaide beat the Central Coast Mariners to make the final. Okay. So you got one there, Adelaide. Timbo's gone for Melbourne City and Newcastle. Melbourne City have made the final. I knew that. So 10 to 9 in favour of Fabian at the end of the first round. We now go to Fast Money. This is where you buzz in. Oh, okay. We're getting ready. So 10 to 9, Fabian leads. Okay. Don't let the question come to you. Question Fabian. number one. <laughs> Bayern Munich's Serge Gnabry. Tim. Yep. Kicked four goals and was sold for five million pounds it's by all Arsenal. Very interesting. And one assist. Info- yeah, it's all very interesting information, but it's incorrect. You've buzzed in too early. I'll have the rest of the question, please. Now, this is the rule this week. You only get one attempt to steal, yeah, and yeah, then so the you, question is yeah. dead. Okay. So, you want the rest of the question? <laughs> oh, if you don't mind. <laughs> Bayern Munich's Serge Gnabry stunned Spurs with four goals on Wednesday morning. Which of his teammates scored a brace? Fuck! <laughs> that was not the correct answer. No, Gerald, I'll, I'll pick this up. Gerald, thank you very much. Gerald Fuke. No, I'll pick this up. You can't pick this up. After last week, no, I'll no, no. Absolutely I've, this I've one drawn up. a line Kimmich? under incorrect. Got one. Very good goal. No, no. Robert Lewandowski. You don't get the point. One. Because I've drawn a line <laughs> under you answer, and then he gets a right of reply, and then the question's dead. He's ever, he, he, so, but he doesn't win last week. If he I've gets changed that. the rules this yeah, week. Yeah, don't like it. Question number so, two. That? No one gets that. No one gets that correct. Question number two. The Kimmich score. Yes. Okay. It's got a lovely goal. He didn't score a brace. Didn't you listen to the question? No. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't get the question. Question number two. Which NFL quarterback leads the league in passing Fabian. yards? Fabian. Trying to pick picture his face. He's got enough of the question here, I think. Yeah. It is... It isn't Patrick Mahomes. I like it how when this happens, like when it's the shoes on the other foot, he's going, come on, Timbo, lock it in, Timbo. Come on, hurry up, Timbo, hurry no, up. No, sh- and then when it's him, he's like, shut up, shut up, shut up, shut up. Five shut. seconds. I, 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 I can see his face. I'm going to talk to him. What's your name, champ? <laughs> Tell me your name. Lock it in. Give me an answer. Hold on, hold on. No, it's not hold on. Don't hold on me. Tony Barber, Glenn Ridge didn't get hold on. Wait a second, wait a second, wait a second. I've got the famous face. Wait a second, wait a second. Give me a, you got two seconds. One, two, 
Answer. Jamal. Um, Jamal Arm. It's the Ravens quarterback, and I can't think of his name. You're, you're fucking wrong, so I'm buzzing you out. Timbo? Oh, look, I'll take a punt, and I'll just say Aaron Rodgers. Incorrect. Patrick Mahomes. Oh, that hurts. <laughs> what, did I write him off? <laughs> it was He's, the first uh, thing you said. Patrick Mahomes has uh, 1,510 passing yeah. yards. What is the Ravens lead. quarterback name? His name is... Jackson? Lamar Jackson. Lamar Jackson. Jamal. <laughs> but he, he rushes a lot as well. Question yeah. number three. Oh, I see a couple of his touchdowns where he just he literally stops on a dime and people yeah. just fly past him. Brian Houlihan like. Chainsaw. And then he throws the ball into the oncoming man, smothering him. Question number three. The Tigers, Jason Castagna, was wayward in front of goal on Saturday. Tim. Yep. Five behinds. How many behinds did he kick? He kicked five behinds. Very close to being an all-time great performance. It was very Levi Casbolt, wasn't mm, he? At mm. his worst. When he missed, he missed badly. <laughs> he did one really nice run through half oh. forward, great gather, burned off his opponent, and then just missed horribly. Yeah. It would have been a beautiful goal. He can move. would have been a beautiful goal. Question number four. Were you telling us something, Fabian? I said just old Joey. That's all I said. Oh, there you go. Joey Chestnut. Yeah. Question number four. The 2019 World Athletics Championships are taking Team. place. Doha. They are taking place in Doha. Like we said earlier, no one's there. Question uh, five. Got 11 now to 10 in favour of Timbo. Question number five. Which NRL star this week claimed the prestigious... Fabian. Tim. Fabian is in first. The Dally M was won by... I have no idea. <laughs> um, I reckon Tim might... No, no, you can't talk while I'm trying to think. I can you can't talk while well, I'm trying to think. Timbo, Timbo and I are going to talk I've amongst ourselves. I'm ready to go. I'm happy to take the points. Well, yeah, I think you're probably going to <laughs> in a matter of seconds. I watched James a- Tedesco. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> He's plucked it from right beneath his butt cheeks, that one. That's Felice Cafusi like. That's a good weight. That's a good weight. I mean, buzz in because you got the answer. Don't just sit on it for. Do you want to tell us, Timbo, what team James Tedesco plays for? He always used to play for the West Tigers, <laughs> but I think he Belmain. <laughs> Sydney City Roosters. He plays for the Sydney, Sydney City Sydney Roosters. Roosters yeah. The Sydney City Roosters. Did yeah. Question number six. The Australian women's cricket team this week completed a T20 clean sweep of this rival nation. Fabian. Fabian? New Zealand. Incorrect. Would you like... That is the whole question. But uh, would you like the question again? Sri Lanka the other day, so I will run with Sri Lanka. Sri Lanka is correct. They uh, beat them 3 0. Lanka. Question number seven. This Victorian batsman's unbeaten 180. Aaron Finch. Aaron Finch made 188 off 151 deliveries. October. Can we have a couple of months without cricket? The Marsh Cup. So, score? 13 to 11. Timbo's taken taken control here. What's the. How many questions left? Three. Oh, Jesus. Question number eight. The most recent round of the Formula One World Championship took place where? Tim. Timbo. Sochi, Russia. And with that, Timbo has taken the quiz. He cannot be headed. He has bounced back strongly. Wow. That was good. I thought Fabian might have had that one, but there was a little bit of hesitation and it's ended up costing him. Question nine. You can just sit back here, Timbo, unless you want to really twist the knife. The Bathurst Tim. Wa- Luke Keery. <laughs> 
I don't even know what the context of that answer is. Well, he was the bloke that belted the guy and should have been sent off in the NRL preliminary final. Well, this is a question about the Bathurst 1000. It could be Luke Keary. I'd have the whole question, You'd please. like the whole question? The Bathurst 1000 takes place Sunday week. As things stand, which driver leads the V8 Supercars Championship? <laughs> James Courtney. Shane Van Gisbergen. Both incorrect. <laughs> it is uh, Scotty McLaughlin. He's won, he's won every race and he leads the title by eight points. Right. No, no. When, when they used to call, they used to refer to Hutchie <laughs> as the V8 supercar driver, Jason Bargwana. He looks a bit like Bargs. <laughs> looks a bit. No, no. Uh, that we Dad and I always laugh about the point system in the V8. It's like McLaughlin has been far and away the most dominant driver, but he's he's lead substantial. But you sit there and you go, it's actually similar. Remember when? Um, Oh, I've just drawn a massive blank. Uh, the points weighted for the big races, are they? You get more points for the Enduros, but yeah. um, Casey Stoner went through a period where he just seemed to be winning every week. Yeah. And it was like, <sighs> leads by 14 points. And you're going, how? Should lead by 17. What the fuck do you mean? <laughs> oh, so the title's still in the balance. And you go, he wins every week. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's ridiculous. It's like you lose your eight best results and shit like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like diving. <laughs> <laughs> question number 10, last question. Timbo can't be headed, leads 14 to 11. Following years of fibbing and fabrications, the NBA has launched a crackdown on the official reporting of what from its teams and players. So this week it was a bit of news, made a bit of news. So in the NBA. In the NBA. So the NBA have cracked down and they've launched, uh, they basically said we're not going to be taking any shit anymore with regard to this. Fabian. Fabian. Salary cap reporting. No, that's incorrect. Uh, far more trivial than that. Talking back to the referees. No, once again, far more trivial than that. I'll leave the question open if people... Say it again. What's the question? So, following years of fibbing and fabrications, the NBA has launched a crackdown. Oh, it's um, uh, injuries, being rested, rotating. That's incorrect as well. On uh, on the official reporting of what from its teams and its players? I thought you said that with such certainty. I thought you had it. You don't want to have a crack, Timbo? No, I'm not really coming up with anything. Is it's got nothing to do with uniforms or anything like that? No, no. It's the height, the, the height and oh. age of their players. Is that a fact? So they're actually properly uh, with players with their shoes off will be measured officially. Uh, it's happening to some team. Already happened to certain teams that have done their media days. Yeah. Like an NBA official is coming out, and they so it's are, like the WWF. You know, seven foot one they, and for a are, bloke who's six foot five. Spot on. They are measuring you to the millimeter. Yeah. Your height, your official height is you are six foot nine. Be whatever. fascinated to know where the movements. So are you'll see in the next couple of weeks, particularly before the season kicks off, there'll be a whole thing of drop a couple of inches players who have been misreported. And bad ages is another one as well because there was a there was an incident last year where a guy actually his age had been incorrectly reported and he said I'm turning 25 and they said no this says you're turning 26 he goes no I'm 25 there you go so yeah so that was that give da- me that cash give me that cash so that came out this week I well that was, that was crap quite funny. Please. yeah Timbo in the end it's we a didn't- bit flat I I. I'm almost flat as a result of it too. It's it, there's more excitement when Fabian wins. No, well, there's more. You can win when you win. See when I, I let the questions one. come to me, I get beaten. And credit to you, Al Horford is 33 years of age. I thought he was a lot. Tim had him at 26. Yeah, he's been reporting himself as 26. Yeah, that stops now, Al. Um, yeah. So look, I think we all agree that uh, you know, I think a few of the questions I wrote today were deliberately leading, and I was waiting for the. I was waiting for the early buzz-ins because I knew it would catch a few people out, and uh, it did. You were hoping to catch me I had me Robert Levandowski. No, we'll caught Tim out. 
caught you both out. Excellent. Thank you very much for listening. Uh, for me, I, I sure. can't believe you didn't ask about uh, um, whatever his name is, uh, Nelson or whatever it is, uh, Sofa Solomona, who got sin-binned at the start of the uh, preliminary final Mate, in the NRL. I've said it on Twitter a few times. He's the biggest man alive. He is a monster of a man, isn't he? Is he? Should he be more... This is going to sound absolutely ridiculous. <sighs> should he be more damaging? Oh, sure, still on. <laughs> yeah. Like, should he um, be... Because just of his sheer size. There has to be a way that you can engineer him running at the line at pace to be able to score a try. It's just weird. Like, like to me, it's... He's like, so big. Yeah. If you... Like, a Melbourne Storm attacked the try line. Yeah. You know, for quite... For it's like having of, an Easter Island statue it, running at you at it, full pelt. It is. Like, they... Good luck tackling the, that. The Sydney City Roosters were camped on the goal line yeah, yeah. for about 10 minutes. And we couldn't find a way we through. couldn't score. And I thought, even if if you load up a, a sofa... What's his name? A, a sofa a Solomona. Sofa Solomona. If you load him up a couple times... And they get so oh shit, here he comes He's again. He's coming again. Like three or four of them going to have to go to him. That opens up space. Oh yeah, and if we, there's, we, a, there's a little flick off here. And we there. spoke about this on text. Yeah, yeah. And we just said tactically, it seems that as a sport, rugby league has just plateaued. There's only so much they can do, and what more Correct. can they do? Correct. Correct. Like I made the point. I'm not saying they kick drop goals every time they attack, but you're like at one point Melbourne Storm needed a converted try and. Yeah, yeah. So I thought, why don't you just kick a drop goal? Yeah. And then you're five points behind. And you got the ball back. And you got the ball back. And it's like, you're going to need that extra point regardless. But as you say, the skills in rugby league aren't as strong and you can have a shot at your drop goal, drop goal, you miss, and you give the ball back on your 20-metre line and you sit there and you're going, well... On your you're defensive 20-metre yeah, yeah, line? Yeah. Oh, shit. So you're still six points down. Oh, no, 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 from... Out of your own yeah, cool. line. That no, that's you, the rule attacking. I didn't understand. But I was just sitting there thinking to myself, I get it that the drop goal is only worth one point. Mm. But is is there space for someone to just be really good at it? Yeah. And just to rack up, even if they kick four or five a game, in a close game, you're sitting there going, well, that's probably the difference. Yeah. And, and again, the skills aren't strong enough. And I don't think anyone would have the balls to be able to do it. Because it just, again, like, you know what it does too? Like, I'm sitting there thinking, it just disrupts the rhythm of the game. Yeah. And you sit there, the roosters, sit there, Sydney City roosters, sit there thinking, well, we actually have to defend. We have to defend anyway. Yeah. But if they score, we're going to lose the lead. Yeah. And and that was that was why they brought in the forty twenty rule because mm. all of a sudden it became lengthens the field. It, a bit. Yeah. And it just it, it gave you the opportunity to be able to attack from defence, and it gave you dangled the carrot. It was high risk, high reward. But if you could kick from a defensive position, get the ball. Because when did of they play, bring that in? Oh, it's been in for probably ten years, really? probably longer. Well, yeah. Because I sit there again and I think. Has something like that not evolved the game to the point where it's actually being utilised like kids are training it and getting real good at it? Well, I don't think they are. I think that's a problem. And, yeah. and, and Melbourne Storm, in the times when they were training at Princess Park, they were one of the few teams that really used it to attack. Yes. And so many of their players were kicking drop punts and all that sort of stuff. It just seems and, like you sit there and go, once again, it's not horses for courses, but a beautifully skilled player. Like a Lockie Whitfield, yeah, for instance. Yeah. It's a, a, a Could person, be unbelievable. A person with his kicking ability, mm. not his... Well, clearly, Brett Kamali. Well, clearly, yeah, he doesn't have the body to yeah. play rugby. But, no. <laughs> but you sit there and you go, yeah, someone like him kicking the ball, he would hit it. Yeah. Brett Kamali, um, the fellow that went to Sydney Roosters from you know, our halfback. Sydney City Roosters. Yeah. Um, Cooper Cronk. Cooper Cronk. He, he was a terrific kick. I think even Matt Orford was good for a while. And it's just the skills just training bizarre. with Carlton has translated. Just so. like, just work on it and work on it. Yeah. Fab still is in the room, but we'll say goodbye to you now. So this will be your swan song. Arrivederci, ragazzi. Thank you. And Timbo Quiz winner, return to form. Thank you very much, Sean. Always a pleasure. Catch you next week.
don't try.